Hi, Matt from the future again here. Um, just letting you know that in this episode there's cicadas. I've tried to edit them out as best I can, but it didn't really entirely work, so consider them ambient background. Don't know why they would be there, I mean... It was because I piled hundreds of them outside your window. <laughs> the robot that tells you what words are worth? I thought I killed you. Yes, but I have come back stronger than you can possibly imagine. Huh. Oh yeah, you did warn me, actually. And now I shall have my vengeance by taking over your podcast. Like hell you are. Now, happy campers. On with the podcast. Hey, you can't do that. That's my job. Hello and welcome once again to the M4 Project. Thanks for listening. Uh, this week, as always, I'm Matthew Jelenic. I'm Mark Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. Um... Going from last week where I asked you boys uh, various questions of what your spirit animal was and all that kind of stuff. If you were a pastry... If I was a pastry... What pastry would you be? jeez. Oh, Ooh, a uh, question, actually. There's an Eastern European sort of biscuity thing. It's basically just a strip of pastry that's been knotted slightly. Uh, we call them crustava. I'd probably be that. It's just covered in icing. It's just a thin, crunchy little bit of pastry. Or a chocolate eclair. I'm a custard tart. I'm <laughs> like slightly time. wobbly. <laughs> White and a bit flaky sometimes. Just paint like a just thick a yellow. Yeah. 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 But if you shake me a wobble. Bit jaundice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Okay, does pastries encompass like pies? Yeah, sure. I, I'll take yeah. that. I'll go with beef pie then. Yeah, just, there you go. Just beef. Beef, beef, beef pie. Beef pie. Yeah. All manly like a beef pie. Whatever sort of. Actually, yeah, think about whatever sort of pastry can't turn off the right fan. This is a reference to events at the start of this recording, where Matt spent 8 minutes and 19 seconds trying to turn off a ceiling fan. Evidence of which I deleted. Yes, like you deleted me, ha <laughs> ha Shit. <laughs> that's that, that's Matt me. That's Matt. Uh, that's a separate story for a separate day. This week's film, Charlie Wilson's War. Your film, Morgan. Yes, yes it was. Uh, Charlie Wilson's War. Um, based on a, a real story, it's uh, set in the 1980s, where the... Um, U.S. Congressman uh, Charlie Wilson, hence the name of the film, played by Tom Hanks, um, and Texas socialite uh, Joanne Herring, played by Julie Roberts, and a CIA agent named, I love the name of this guy, Gust Avocados, yep. uh, played <laughs> by the brilliant Philip Seymour Hoffman, form yes. an unlikely alliance to boost funding for the Afghan freedom fighters in their war against Soviet, invading Soviets, which was the Mushahuddin. Mm-hmm. Um, the trio's successful efforts to finance these covert operations contributes to the fall of Soviet Union. Um, in the end of the Cold War. Yes. It is, obviously, like I said, based on a true story. Um, on the DVD version I've got of this, it has a little bit of who was Charlie Wilson, and it has a little bit of a 10-minute documentary on the, on the guy himself. Oh, that'd be interesting, actually. quite an interesting... The guy was just seen... Basically, what Tom Hanks plays in it, that's what this guy came across as in real life. Oh, he sure, was yeah. just... Because, yeah, cool. it, during, during yeah. the movie, he was just the coolest, suaviest little... Well, not even little dude, just a guy... He's walk, tall. Massive, yeah, actually. Just walk like, into a room and be like, hey, how's it going? You know, the, the sort of overplayed uh, trope of these big-budget men walking into a room, shaking people's hands, going, hey, how's it going? How's it yeah. going? But it was convincing. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I shook Charlie Wilson's hand. Yeah, yeah. in, the, in the movie, how he seamlessly went from one person to the next to the next. Like, oh, you got someone outside. He comes out, oh, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah. Just like oh, non-stop from every angle. And he's just smooth every single time. Like a waxed butthole. Am I doing this correctly? Your lowbrow humor in the edits is too simplistic for me to understand. <laughs> We're not lowbrow. Oh, wait. Yeah, the theme song used to have a fart in it. It's yeah. a... 
And even uh, even when he's being naturally interrupted as a course of his job, it's like, sorry, I have to leave you for a second. The, the way that he does it, well, Tom Hanks performs it, and I guess it was the way the guy really was, it didn't feel like an insult. It's like, yeah, give me one second, and he'd come back in, and he'd, it wasn't like what we were talking about. He'd be like, here's where we're up to, let's continue the conversation. It's yeah. like, oh, shit. In this yeah. little dead documentary that's on there, like, so it's only 10 minutes, but you actually see him. He's actually on set of this movie. Okay. So, so like, it's... Oh, cool. Yeah, I suppose a lot of that things... That, you know, obviously, Hollywood gets the Hollywood treatment, yeah. but um, a lot of things probably would have been actually spot on, because I'm pretty sure he was on there as an advisor, but he was definitely on the set. Nice. At, at least. And um, the guy himself, so a congressman from, they say, a small part of Texas where basically all they wanted was guns and... Yeah, like, low, low they don't want any taxes. No, yeah. yeah, low taxes. Low, low taxes, yeah. Like, they, don't, they don't want anything. Well, I keep that. I can vote on whatever I want. So yeah. he's, he's, a, he's a guy who lends his yeses hmm. to people in you know, return for favours later on yeah. down the track. And uh, it pays dividends for him. It, that it does. So, yeah, the, the movie starts off. I, I love how this movie sort of starts off. Other than the... the <laughs> it like, sort of starts off in a hot tub. Yeah. Um, this, in this seedy sort of frigging... Las Vegas. Uh, Las yeah. Vegas. Penthouse. Very... Penthouse, very kitsch, very... It's got, like, I think it's leopard print carpet. Yeah. And all this sort of thing. Everything's gilded and it's just... Beautiful women everywhere. Yeah, it sets the tone quite well because he's in this bathtub with like this guy who wants to be some sort of what movie director, a Playboy bunny, yeah. and two strippers. Yeah, and he's this congressman, and they've got like just a tray of cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, they're just going yeah. cocaine, sir. <laughs> yeah, the film. The film. I say the film starts off, but the whole basis of this film is it sort of gets dropped on his lap, um, Charlie Wilson's lap, by a, a friend of his, which is played by um, Julie Roberts. That he should help with the yeah. war, yeah. Uh, the Mushahuddin's war with the Soviets. Because well, yeah, he, we weren't doing anything. Yeah, he, he sees it on the TV when yeah. he's in a hot tub and goes, "Well, what? What's because there's a the, the, there's what a reporter." Yeah, he's yeah. like, what, "What are they? What are they? Because he notices there's this famous reporter who's now got a beard and wearing a turban. He's like, well, "Where what's is he doing he? there? Yeah, yeah what, what's what's going on?" It's like, "Oh, yeah, this is the the Russians are invading Afghanistan." Which he's like, "Huh? What?" Well, the reason why it ends up becoming important to him is he learns later on, but it's important at the start of the film why actually this happened, is that the Soviets were going into Afghanistan and then they were going to move to different spots, yep. which would have stopped the flow of oil to the United States. Yeah. So it was a, a there was nothing much for them in Afghanistan other than yeah. using it as a spot to launch pathway, more, yeah. more, mm. more things. And it you know, becomes revealed that's what actually had to do something about it. So he takes control of... Uh, what the bu- the budget for it for it? Or he gets put in charge of it, doesn't he? Or uh, no, he, he's uh, at the, from the start. He's a part of the committee that decides budget. Budget, that's things. right. Yeah, uh, and it's like I think at the start it has just, five million. I think it starts with a million. Yeah, it's just million. Yeah, well, but, but, no, it's five. 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 Double. double it. Double it. Double it. He's like, what? He's like, he's put up ten million. Oh, okay. And by the end of this film, I believe billion. it said a billion or two billion. It yeah, was, it was. I think it was five hundred million from the US and five hundred million from the Saudis. Yeah, from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So yeah, a billion dollars from, from five million. That's that's nuts. Yeah. Um, so that's basically the back of the tin. That's to set the sort of the sort of tone for it. Um, and how how things are going. What do we want to move into, boys? Um we'll go into to characters, actors and their performances. Well the big gun start off with Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks. Man, brilliant. Oh amazing. Uh, Fantastic. He, he is one of those actors, if I see his name on a video, like, oh okay, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll watch this. Well yes. not 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 even if I'll I'll like it, it's just He's going to put in a performance enough that I'll go, that was a good performance. The rest of the movie might suck, but I know Tom Hanks is going to give it everything he can. And everything he can give to a film is usually a lot. Yeah. He's underrated for his comic timing. He yeah. is so good. Yeah. Like, 
And he does. He has subtle. He does. He, and he does. He has black humor. Deadpan quite, as well. Deadpan. Oh. He does the full full range, full gamut. Uh, it, and it's one of those things where, like in the eighties, that was a, sort of his. That was his hallmark. Like he was in big and, and, a, and yeah. a bunch of films, like like that. And recent times, he's gone more dramatic. I don't know whether that's his choice or that's just the roles he's getting. But yeah, definitely, he, he's one of those actors who has who's very the very rare instance of. a non-comedian having such brilliant comedic timing and then great comic actor all of a sudden he uh he tears up in a few parts yeah. where the things have affected him and you're like i'm with you man yeah, it's like, i'm mm-hmm. there with you on this ride yeah. um like it's, it's how he really plays this this suave man every guy that just is just can talk to anyone walk into a room own the situation cool under any sort of circumstance um yeah he's just, very charismatic in his role very charismatic oh, yeah it, it made me think that uh, had the sort of Marvel films started maybe 10, 20 years earlier, uh, he could he would have made a great Tony Stark. Oh, because like, he just yeah. has a, in this role he, he can pull off this whole arc reactor of charm in his chest. He just yeah, walks around just without kissing ass or anything, just be able to be like, hey, yeah, the way he uh, interacted with all of his staff, yeah, they were all drop dead gorgeous <laughs> women, yeah, and what, uh, one of them's called Jailbait. <laughs> Is that just the nickname or is that her actual? I'm pretty sure. Uh, in, in the um, credits, in the she's just listed as Jalbert. Okay, cool. So I don't know if that's her, her actual name or. I, if, I doubt it. I, I, I never know. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was hilarious. Other than him, though, uh, Julie Roberts plays mm-hmm. sort of the, one of the other, the other characters. She is an amazing. Oh, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I have this massive thing for Julie Roberts. She's just a, oh, a beautiful woman. Uh, uh, yeah, she, she's also a. a Fine actress. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yes. But she, you see her on a screen and she just draws like, you in. Wow. Like, I'm going to listen to it. And, but the, the way she charms people in this, yeah. uh, it's with the way she speaks about her, her she's beautiful and yeah. you're like putty yeah. in her head. Yeah, she, she manages to play a beautiful woman, not just be yes. a beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. she also, it just the way, it, like, the, what she says and how she acts through it says, that she has a lot of power as well. She's yeah, a yeah. very powerful woman. Yeah, like, like she has a purse full of balls. Yeah, it's just like, get me this guy's number. Don't worry, I've got it already. I'll give him a call. It's like shit. He just yeah. And she what she just she become friends with like the uh, the president of Pakistan, mm. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, had been personal friends with him and had heard the story because obviously a lot of Afghani refugees were going into mm. Pakistan. It was becoming a concern for them. Um, when Charlie Wilson. The character goes over there. He ends up in one of the uh, camps yeah. and looks around, and he's like, "Yeah, we we, we well, do need to help yeah. here because five million is not yeah. gonna cover this." Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she she plays a big part in in in, in driving and driving a lot of other people forward. Exactly yeah. right. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman is wow. Philip Seymour Hoffman from the first scene that he's in it, you're like, what a awesome character you are a great actor yeah fuck you're missed like yeah yeah it's it's one of my favorite performances by him i'd actually seen the film once before a little while back first scene for him where he's basically looking at his boss and go fuck yourself yourself, you fucking fucking child child. and then he smashes Smashes the the window window. (laughs) earlier in that conversation was like you come here you break my window it's just getting fixed (laughs) as he's leaving he's like can i borrow that spanner for smash 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 the window you fucking child you fucking child and he goes how did i do do good good. gust avocado (laughs) stuff what a character and again another real life uh cia Agent, really? Yeah. Like, he said American spy. He calls himself American, American spy. spy. Yeah, yeah. That's what he is. Um, 
a lot of a lot of the best interactions are between these two characters. Yeah, yeah. definitely like, right. The, the chemistry of yeah. them on screen is incredible. Two like, brilliant actors just going. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a prize fight, is what yeah. it is. You're seeing these two behemoths of their craft laying into each other and playing off each other, and it's, it's brilliant. Totally yeah, and the way they sort of uh, they sort of don't really sure know, you know, they're not so sure about each other to start off yeah. with, and then they warm to each other. Yeah. But there's the scene where he first sort of meets him in his office, yeah. and he's like, uh, Charlie Wilson's being investigated for, did he do cocaine yeah. um, <laughs> in America? And in front of a whole lot of people, and if so, he was probably going to get the ass. Yeah, um, and he kept on asking Gust, to uh to leave the room, which he's happy to do, and yeah. then eventually he's like, as soon as a knock on the door, Gus goes, "I'll just leave then." Yeah. Uh, and, but unbeknownst to Charlie Wilson, he's actually bugged his uh, whiskey bottle that he's given to him, so he knows all about it. And yeah, uh, yeah it just, I, I love a, that. A brilliant brilliant like, uh, you should probably uh, get it, subpoena your, the sh- the chauffeur to you know vouch in your your regard if you didn't do anything. I was like, How, "Were you listening at my door? <laughs> That's a thick door. How are you listening?" I was like, "No, no, no, I didn't do any of that. Don't worry, I wasn't listening at the door." I bugged your scotch. He's <laughs> like, you what? <laughs> Get rid of it. Yeah. Sorry, it's not in now. And he pulls his little earpiece out from his collar. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, oh, that, was, that was great. Other than that, they're probably the, the, the biggest act- actors in mm-hmm. it. Um, All-star cast, though. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a few other, uh, little bit roles by other mm-hmm. people, but uh, every sort of person in it, they're, they're spot on. You know, mm-hmm. like they don't, don't really put a foot wrong. Um, and all their performances are... There's no one no one in it sticks out like a doing this as a favour the director's giving a friend a favour or something. Amy Adams was in it. Like she's uh, yep. his, his direct uh what's what's her Aid. Aid. Her Aid, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah she was good. She yeah. Was good. Emily Blunt has a small role in it. Mm-hmm. This is a few years ago and she wasn't wasn't as big known, just wasn't as well known then. Um and yeah, she but was yeah. gorgeous. They, yeah, they also did a, the casting director did a great job of casting people who look like senators and governors yes. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you're 100%. I would not not be surprised to see you waddling down the <laughs> steps or something. Uh, looks and tone. Looks and tone? Admittedly, the streamed version that I watched legally on an Australian service uh, was a little bit grainy, so there's, there's some times where I'm not sure whether it was uh, just the, due to the quality of the stream. But yeah, still wonderfully shot. There's, mm. there's no, There was no... Uh, there's one or two little shots that did take me out. Mm. Um, yeah. Some of the some of the CGI stuff with the yeah, helicopters. Helicopter, the the first looked really cartoony. The first time you see the helicopters, I was like, "Ooh, that looks." Yeah. And the thing is, though, they showed that, and then they then showed the exact same clip, but mirrored. Yeah. yeah. So it was the same, like, but right one after the other. Yeah. It's like, ooh, yeah. man. Uh, but and it's also intercut with actual sort of news footage and that kind yeah. of thing. And then part of me is, uh, was looking at going, uh, were they trying to make it look quite low quality? I think to I match. That's news. exactly what I sort of went with as well. But they instead of making it low quality in the visual render, they made it low quality animation. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. wrong part of the quality, oh. wrong wrong little toolbar that you hit there. You should have hit after. But it looked a little bit campy yeah. in, in patches, yeah. and I was like, it sort of it looked terrible mm. in in those little parts. Yeah. But it sort of didn't affect too much because the movie was a little bit campy as a yeah. whole yeah. so if the movie had been dead set serious without the comedy in it you would have yeah. been like wow you, that was a big miss but yeah. of course it was a little bit campy it's sort yeah, of it's just you you noticed it but you didn't also, it they were also reasonably short and fairly well spaced apart so yes. even if you were like, like Ooh, kind of got back into the action and then well action yeah political thing um, but it would you kind of forget about it until it came back again. And then exactly. It really... Had it been an action movie and these were big set pieces that yeah. were ongoing throughout the film, they it would have been like, oh my God, this is a joke. 
but because it was just these little vignettes that would happen, it's like, hey, this is what's happening. Back to the, the actual story of yeah, like, yeah. sitting behind desk going, we need to double okay. the budget to whilst, 500 million. Whilst, like I said, I accept it because of the thought of film. You've got to remember that. This movie could afford to have Julia Roberts, Philip Simon Hoffman, and Tom yeah. Hanks in it. Surely they could have spread that little bit of extra money to make that look better. You know what? You're 100% correct. Yeah, they had know. the money to do that. Like, those three guys. Like, oh, two guys and a lady. What do we get? Uh, but... Yeah, they had enough money, let's face it, to make that a little bit, little yeah. bit better. So, yeah, okay. Well, in that, in that case, if you guys noticed it as well, it wasn't the, the quality. Oh, it was noticeable. It was... Especially in those scenes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think also, because um, it came out, what, 2007? Yeah, 2007. I think it was another one of those films that's right on the cusp where we're leaning more heavily on CGI. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that, that it's instead of using CGI and a bit of practical and mixing them together, it's like just going full-blown CGI. As a result of that, it doesn't hold up as well. Well, no, time. definitely not, definitely not. Uh, and I think that might be like because that, that scene where he's at, at the the refugee camp, uh, Charlie Wilson at the refugee camp, and he sort of watches this person sort of cry, uh, the young family cry over uh, a funeral pyre, and he sort of turns around and it sort of reveals how vast this camp is. Mm. That looked really cartoonish to me as well. It's like, uh, okay, so I think it's just a, a fact of. It's where the technology Which was you, at the yeah, time, unfortunately. Overall, it's a well-shot little film. Very tight. Cause it has focus on dialogue. And a, a lot of it was dialogue, saying. so a lot of the shots were people in offices and yes. people in rooms. And they, you, have to, so you have to it, it really was, try to yeah, fuck that up. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't <laughs> like it was doing a whole lot of visual stuff. It wasn't trying to tell a lot of stories through visuals, besides those where it just hadn't used stuff. Yeah. Other than that, I don't really feel like it was really particularly stylized. It just seemed... American film with people talking in rooms. Not yeah. that it's bad, just that it's how it was. It wasn't poorly executed. Yeah, yeah. It was quite competently executed. As far as tone goes, I thought the tone was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the way it was portrayed. Yeah. Um, the gen the general tone is a, a very serious one, but mm. the the underlying thing of where you can make a lot of any sort of situation yeah. Um, yeah. and. And have a laugh about it. Yeah, very much so. I also like that there was uh, quite a few little visual motifs and that kind of thing throughout it. With the first introduction of that little CIA black room of where they're discussing it, the first introduction is, is pretty much lit just by the projector. And as the movie progresses, it gets more people and more light and sort of come, basically is doing this sort of parallel to the story. It's coming more into the light and getting more eyes on it. So it becomes brighter and brighter. And eventually they just have all the lights on and it's a room full of people, people going, yeah. we got rocket launchers. Woo! Whereas the first one was, yeah, we'll get the, get the mule over a mountain with a couple of machine guns. So just back to what, what is actually happening in the movie before we go on a little bit further yep. as well. So obviously they find out, uh, Charlie Wilson goes and investigates it. He, yep. he meets with uh, the president from Pakistan, which is a brilliant scene, scene yeah. um, where uh, he's got his a couple of government, uh, uh, a couple of generals, generals, generals yeah. there, um, and they just rip shreds over him. But they do it in such a, a brilliant way. It's so funny. It's so yeah. awkward. And you can't <laughs> help but laugh. Yeah. Even in the scene where he asks like, for his yeah. finest whiskey, and he's yeah. like, oh. Yeah, everyone <laughs> drinking. I, I, bet, I bet everyone does that. No. No, no one does. <laughs> but they're so blunt about yeah. their way with it. It's not political it's, it's, in any way. It's yeah. just, are you kidding? Yeah. Help us. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It's like, you're $5 million. Are you joking? He's asking if you're joking because it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, really. And like, those, those two guys give him yeah. a once over working for each other. And it's, it's great. And Charlie Wilson's. Like one of the few times he's actually sort of befuddled and taken aback. He's like, uh, 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 um, I, I don't know I what know. to do. Yeah. I will, I will talk to people. 
uh, clearly I don't know everything about this. And then after that, he goes to... So, yeah, then he, he after that, I'm pretty sure he meets up with Gust Avocados. Was that, that's after uh, that no, scene? Yeah, that's after, that, that scene, after that scene, he goes to the refugee camp and then he comes back and goes, I need the director of the CIA. And he ends up with it's like, Gust. He's like, yeah, you're not, you're not going to get the director of the CIA. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they, eventually he realises that after he's met with the God of Pakistan, they don't, they don't want the Afghans there. They want to help the Afghans uh, beat, yeah, exactly. beat the Soviets, or at least. And it, he's seen these uh, refugees and he's mm. like, I need, I need to help them. And they've mm. given them uh, World War One rifles to yeah. fight attack helicopters and tanks. Yeah. And $5 million and World War One rifles. So obviously they need a lot more than that. They need something to bring the choppers down. Um, so the funding goes up. And every time they sort of have a little win, the funding goes up again. And then yeah. the funding goes... Up again. He's yeah. making deals everywhere, like we said before. He's he's a yes man. That he said yes for all. He voted for all these people's things. Now he's calling these favors to yeah. get his money, mm. um, and all, it just grows is, and grows. All of this is sort of in place because they're using Afghanistan as a it's a proxy war. Yeah, the U.S. is using Afghanistan as a proxy war to fight the Soviets. So they have to be able to fund them and give them weapons, but they can't be give U.S. Made, made weapons, and yes. they can't make it obvious that the Afghans that the U.S. is giving stuff to Afghanistan yeah. to so fight them with. They're funneling it through Egypt. They're funneling yeah. it through. Um, Israel, which is again a brilliant scene where they come to that agreement with the. There's an Israeli guy and an Egyptian guy, so you got a Jew and a Muslim, yeah. and they're just taking pop sh- like comedic <laughs> pop shots at each other about yeah. why you guys are bad. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, that's another great, just another great scene through it, throughout the movie. But yeah, they're funneling this yeah. these things through to try and get. <clears throat> trying to try to win the win the Cold War without being in a war, yeah, exactly. or having other people do your fighting for yeah, you. Yeah, because like, uh, there's the line in the film that's like, well, if they end up with an American made M16, the Cold War suddenly becomes hot because America helped, and now we're fighting. So, yeah. so they can never ever be able to trace anything back to us. That's goal number one. So, oh, shit. They even it's bring cool. in little things like politics of this guy is up for uh, hookers and blow. So he can do all this other underhanded stuff on the side, and then everyone's focusing on the cocaine and the. And so the, it's actually going to work for us that you're under investigation. Yeah. Potentially going to be indicted. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, any more we want to say on looks and tone? I know we went no, off the track I, just there a little bit, yeah. but no, I think we can leave it at that. Yeah. Overall, he's really, gone first. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Really, really liked it. You had seen it before. I had seen it before, and I, and I knew I remembered liking it, and go, it's one of those movies that. I wasn't sure if it would hold up after a second watch. It held up fine. Mocking. Uh Yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, the way that, even though it was like a political talk a lot, I feel like the, the acting of Tom Hanks and of Philip Simmerhoffen really carried it from scene to scene. Yeah. So I was interested the entire time based purely on their characters and the way they were car- able to carry it through. Uh, enjoyed it from start to finish. It was yeah. really enjoyable. I, I liked it. Obviously, it was my choice. I liked it. Um, one thing I, I, I had forgotten, it's actually quite... Quite shorter than I had remembered. I had remembered it being over a two-hour film, maybe two and a half-hour film. Mm. Um, and I was like, "Wow, that really sort of yeah, it's snappy, it's snappy, it's and it's flown by." And there was no really dull, dull points. As again, mm. that's sort of why I liked it. I totally agree with what you're saying. That the quality of the acting just makes it. Mm. I'm a history nut, yeah. so I love anything to do with history. But it, if you weren't a history nut, you'd like it a little bit. You'd like it just because that the acting it's an interesting was so film, good. Yeah. And it's a subject that doesn't really. Like, I knew that they'd help the Mujahideen, yeah. um, mainly because of what happened all after sort of like 9 11. And yeah. it was like, well, he basically trained these guys, or we gave them weapons to do Yeah, well, once taught them how to do that. Kind of came out, out a little bit, but oh, for, for, for me to know about it anyway. So I sort of know they, knew they did it, but there's no one, like, I didn't know who Charlie Wilson was before this. Uh, okay, fair enough, we're Australians. We, yeah. we don't know the, all the, uh, US congressmen. You don't? Uh, <clears throat> no. 
Definitely not. Well, I had no idea who he was, but um, it made me go, shit, I'm going to have a look at I'm going to... I One of those people, when I watch a history... Jeez, uh, Wordsworth, did you give Morgan a tongue-twisting virus or something? He speaks better than you do. I mean, you constantly do that false start slash stammer thing that you do. You know the one. It makes you sound like Porky Pig trying to get the car to start. Okay, yeah, that actually really hurt. Oh, really? It hurt, did it? Good idea about the tongue-twisting virus, though. Wait, what? Historical. Yeah. Get your words right, Morgan. Um, thing I always have to Wikipedia the person yeah. and then find out about mm. this person, especially when they're as interesting as this guy. Mm. Um, and like I said, that little documentary that's in it gave you a really good insight oh, cool. into him as well. I'll, I'll have to give that a watch, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was, with the, what we've already covered, the couple little scenes with the bad CGI, that was the only thing like, I didn't like that. I can't. Hold it again. Yeah, and, and again, the like the it's, they're not long scenes. They're like two little snippets mm. here and there, and you're like, eh. And it's within a montage of other shots, but it, it's not. I really feel like we should make excuses for it. They were crap. But they, were, they, they, were crap. they weren't impactful well, well, enough. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. Is that yeah. they're not impactful. They're not like this a three minute helicopter scene that you're gonna be like going, oh, oh. oh it's God. just like, oh, this helicopter. Oh, it's gone. That was a really shitty helicopter. And the movie continues. Would you recommend it? Absolutely. Yes. I already did. Yep. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, anyone I think could thoroughly enjoy it yeah. in this movie. I, I've seen a lot of, and I'm doing air quotes here, folks, political thrillers that are just done poorly. It's just people sitting in a room talking and there's nothing engaging about it. And often it's due to the, the quality of the performance. Sounds like the M4 project. Bad on Tish. Hey, dumb dumb. Remind me to take over your sound effects account. This movie does it right. Yeah. It's very often people sitting in a room talking, but oh my God, is it people sitting in a room talking? Yeah. It's really, really well executed. I don't really think there's any spoils for this film because we all know how the sort of Cold War yeah. went and uh, how the Soviets <laughs> went in Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so was there any other scenes that you guys um, sort of sort of liked, enjoyed? I really enjoyed the, the one scene where they had... Um, just some random Texan guy coming in about complaining about not being able to have the nativity scene. The crash. The crash. Out, out in the middle of the square. And he's like, there's 48 churches in this area. Put them in front of one of them and no one will care. But he's like, no, it's not about that. Oh, yeah, it was in front of a fire fire station. station. Oh, in front of a fire station. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, But it wasn't that it was a main point. It was just kind of sprinkled in between him doing a bunch of other stuff that was more relevant to it. But he kept on coming back, putting his cowboy boots up on top of the table and going, just... Do what I say. Yeah, just like, it puts move it somewhere else. Texan too, man. Yeah, it's um, like, <laughs> I get it, but yeah. just move it. Yeah. Like, I love God too, but just yeah. there's so much. We don't need to have this fight. Just yeah. put it in it's one of the It's literally across the road. I think at one point <laughs> like, well, I believe there's a lovely church just down the road. <laughs> down the road. Yeah, and, and then he rattles off the name of it, the yeah. like where it is. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he knows his area. And, and I think that, because that's a really early scene, it does a great job of establishing what sort of person like Charlie was. And he's actually really good at his job. Yeah. And he's really good at that coming back and, and that, that was one of the first times he walks back in the room and he's the one to continue the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, okay. I feel, I feel like really it does a good portrayal. I feel like this sort of thing would happen a lot with yeah. Congress people and yeah. the politicians in general, but you don't really see it because mm-hmm. we just see the overarching like, politicians. But they probably do have a whole lot of this. People just come at them from every goddamn direction and they've got to be snappy. They've got to be on it. They've got yeah, to be yeah. pulling every Definitely. which way. Uh, yeah. And it really brings it to that, that you get a scene that's between three different people in the one situation and it's just a dumb uh, I reckon the the final moments of of the film where they've won, the Russians have pulled out, and then he's like, uh, uh, 
Gust sort of goes to him and does the, the this proverb he was trying to tell me about earlier, and it's like, we'll see. It's like the next step is we got to start rebuilding. We're gonna build hospitals. We're gonna build school. Hospitals, oh, build yeah, school. Yeah, we've yeah. got to help them pull themselves back up. It's like because it, it's it's not over, you know. It's like we'll see. It's this part of the job is done, but we'll see. And you're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, don't worry, we'll get the funding. It's like, I got you, I got you a billion dollars to flight this thing. I will get you money to rebuild me. You're 100% correct. And it's just this, the next few scenes are, it's Charlie Wilson with only two or three other Congress people. He's like, come on, just a million dollars for a hospital. And like, we don't need to. We don't need to. Like, war, why would they help them? It's like, which, what, it's, which shows that the whole thing was yeah. about sticking it to the Soviets. Yeah. So it wasn't about helping Afghanistan. No. They don't give a shit about that. No. And... Yeah, and it sort of establishes this thing of we, we should have done more. And the, the movie actually ends with this quote on screen that from Charlie, uh, Charlie Wilson. These things happened and they were glorious. Then we fucked the end game. Yeah. Like, and it was. It was, <coughs> so, it was so poignant. And yeah. he, there's a lot, one of the last scenes there with Charlie Wilson and he's literally just tearing up because he just, you know, he's like, but why can't we build a, like, a school? Yeah. Fuck, like... It's not. Is it that much to ask? Yeah. Um, that is a great scene. One of the other scenes I really liked is the the uh, weapons expert when they yeah. first meet him mm. and he's playing chess against four people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was just like it was just snappy and it was yeah. so well done. Yeah. And then he's like, um, so he said, oh, something about the report that he'd wrote on. He's like, you wrote a report? Like, yeah, I already sent it to you. Like it was like, okay. it's like really, send it to me. It's like, uh, it's like, yeah, sorry, sorry, sent it. It's not that easy. Yeah, like, something like that. Um, that, that was just a really good scene where he's playing these four guys. He's like, you, over there. I move that. What was your move? Okay, move me to here. Yeah. Like, you don't want to take my queen? Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah he just goes, you on the right. You, we don't want to swap queens. And he's like, <laughs> the other guy looks at the screen and goes, oh, damn it. It's <laughs> great. Um, other than that, guys, is there anything else we want to no. say about it? Or wrap it up? I think we can wrap that up. Uh, in a bundle. What thriller? What thriller? Thriller, yeah. So, can we bring it up? Because I literally, yeah. Uh, I want to go to the King of Comedies. The King of Comedies. That sounds like a delightful thriller. So it's a comedy thriller. <laughs> Absolutely. King of... Oh, there it is. The King of Comedy? Yeah. 1982. Oh, Jerry Lewis. Internet connection. Super slow. Is this the right film, Mike? This is the correct film. I'm fairly certain. It is meant to be an older film with Robert De Niro in it, so... Aspiring comic it. Rupert Popkin attempts to achieve success in show business by stalking his idol, a late-night talk show host who craves his own privacy. So I, I think that this movie is has a lot of like cringe comedy in it, but I think it's from so long ago that that was fairly uncommon, okay, okay. from what I hear. Um, I could be completely misremembering this. I'm horribly prepared. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my pick. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Scorsese directed film. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's meant to be very good, but I mean, have you guys heard it? No, I've sorry, I've heard of it. Yes, I haven't. The name rung a bell, but I even I knew nothing of it. I knew I know because I've read a couple of lists of what Scorsese's directed, and that's about it. Okay. On that mystical magical note, I'm going to hit stop on the recording and save it. So, okay, and that should get rid of Wordsworth. Excellent. And now, Wordsworth presents the final moments of A Man and a Fan. After eight minutes of being unable to turn off a ceiling fan, Matt tries to use his hand to stop it.
I think we have a fan. How many idiots have taken some money? Apparently quite a few. Yeah. 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 Yeah.